0: You're on the podium here, where we celebrate all things motorsport, and joining us right now on the podium is the man that's going to be anchoring this weekend's motorsport coverage for Network Ten. It's Matthew White. Matt, thanks so much for taking the time today. No worries, Jason. Anytime. A lot of controversy surrounding this big event in Melbourne, and a lot of a lot of it going on away from the track. Talk about this latest scandal involving Ferrari.
1: Yeah, look, it's an interesting one. I, I, scandal, probably a. Uh, a broad word to use across this. And, and the, the reason why I sort of question the word scandal is we actually don't know what the scandal part is. We, we don't really know the details of what's been going on. So to backtrack in simplest terms, 2019 Ferrari were incredibly fast along the, a straight line, especially um, the teams as in motorsport world always do had their suspicions that something was going on with fuel flow and all sorts of stuff. Um, They questioned it, as they've all got a right to do. The scandal part is that the FIA has conducted an investigation at at the start of this year, sort of the end of last year, and agreed with Ferrari to, A, um, sort of give them a bit of a backhander, but, B, keep all the details confidential. So nobody really knows what the FIA found. Uh, Nobody really knows why the investigation was actually held in the, in the first place, you know, given that teams complain all the time, that doesn't mean you need an investigation. So there's a lot of question marks around that. Look, you know the size of Ferrari. Everybody knows the importance of size and political power that Ferrari has in this game. So once all that came out, the teams who aren't aligned to Ferrari all got together and said, no, we're not going to stand for this. We're going to put out a statement saying this is ridiculous. It needs to be transparent. Um, any of the findings in the hearing should have been made public um and we don't agree with it now they don't agree with it The FIA have said that's how we're doing it we can legally do that so there was a bit of another slap down on that as well and ferrari has turned up here ready to race um it's the, it's the fabulous world of formula one
0: all this stuff and not even a lap has gone by in the 2020 formula one world championship Now, it's not just Formula 1 where we've seen all this controversy. It's also around the supercar paddock as well. You know, it looked like silly season was over already, but all this stuff going on involving Team Sydney. Talk a bit about some of the things that transpired between the Superloop 500 and the Melbourne 400.
1: Look, mate, I don't know the details of what transpired, but I do know that um, James Courtney in particular, as you saw, we had him penciled in to um, be on RPM last Sunday, not the Sunday gone, but the Sunday before that, um, which he agreed to do. On the Saturday afternoon, there was a statement put out via social media in particular that JC wasn't going to be at Team Sydney effective immediately. Um, You would have seen that his backer from Boost Mobile, his sponsor from Boost, who he's seen thick as seeds with and been very loyal with. uh, And I actually spoke to James at Adelaide about having um, that sponsorship come with him and how important that was to him. Um, put out some pretty heavy statements, basically saying that, that Team Sydney wasn't operating and wasn't doing what they said they were going to do. Now, their commercial discussions, their confidential discussions, I don't know if it's money. I don't know if it's, um, you know, resources. I, I'm not sh- really sure. And I don't think we ever will know because it's, that's between them. What the outcome is, is that one race, one event into the season, we've now lost effectively one car although they'll try and fill it the team sydney um scenario which was pumped up pretty heavily by supercars and by a bunch of sponsors including coca-cola um has now been reduced to a bit of a shambles they're going to have to get back on their feet you've got the techno autosports guys the john o webb is terrific fellow you know absolutely um absolutely well regarded in this uh pit lane who's now trying to oversee this and we've lost james courtney from the championship a former champion you know one of the bright sparks um very very well-known driver and he's now no longer racing as of this moment so it's a bizarre situation but again this is what happens in motorsport and this is what happens in the commercial world the commercial world at the moment it's not easy it's not an easy game to play and motorsport operates um through that you know through that pipeline so it's a bit of a mess mate um i'm, I'm hopeful that Team Sydney will get back on their feet. You know, maybe this is just a few seating problems. We'd like to think so. Um, and I would love to see, you know, guys like John Owen and his dad, Steve Webb, still be involved in pit Lane and get this thing up and running. And supercars are determined to make it happen. So we'll have to sort of wait and see where that one's going to play out.
0: So what does all this mean for James Courtney now? Does he have enough time to put together a deal to compete in the TCR series or to even have an enduro, enduro seat lined up for him? And also... What does this mean for Team Sydney going forward and competing for the remainder of the championship? Uh, You probably have to ask James, but go fishing seems like the (laughs)
1: most likely outcome at the moment. I mean, it's a hell of a time to have to walk away from, from any seat in any category. You're up and running. You know that all the suits are filled. You know, we've got guys like Garth Candor sitting on the sideline. We've got guys like Michael Caruso sitting on the sideline. We've now got James Courtney sitting on the sideline. You know, your James Moffat, all that kind of stuff. So, it's not a good reflection of the state of the game at the moment in that we can have those experienced drivers not have a drive. It's all very well and good for, you know, GT, for instance, and, and Robo to have their, their enduro drives locked in, and they're good enduros, and it works for them at this stage of their career. For James, A, he doesn't have a drive. C, pretty much all the enduro drives are gone. And like you say, with TCR, you know, that category sort of getting up and running, uh, I don't know how many seats there are available there. So... My gut feeling is that um, James will stay involved in supercars. I know supercars as an organisation want him to stay involved. Um, you can't stop drivers from driving anything. You know, they'll drive go karts if they can't drive a supercar just to get behind the wheel. So I think my gut feeling is that JC will, will stay within this, um, you know, under the tent of supercars, whether that remains a full-time drive in the future or uh, an enduro drive at the end of this year. That sort of remains to be seen. I don't think we've lost him completely. It'd be a bummer if we did. Um, but I think he's just going to take a bit of time just to sort himself, uh, sort sort his, you know, sort his business life out, I guess, and see where it's going to take him. But he's got very loyal sponsors, mate. You know, he's got very, very good backing. He's very well regarded as well. Um, the public love him. There's You know, there's every compelling reason to keep a guy like James Courtney in this category.
0: Yeah, hopefully we do get to see him back in the category with a enduro drive... Coming up later on in the season. Now, let's talk a bit about the on track action, of course. The Superloop 500, we saw Red Bull racing. They're starting to take it up to DJR Team Penske this season. Talk a bit about what you expect to see in the races this weekend in Melbourne. Well, this weekend's interesting, and I this is seriously one that you just can't pick. I mean,
1: there's four races. The qualifying format's really weird. They sort of just they go bang, 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 and do them all in a row, and then come back a couple of days later and sort of race off those qualifying positions. But they did a couple of days earlier. So this is one, and the wide open spaces here, you know, I'm talking about Albert Park where I'm standing. The wide open spaces here, you know, it it throws up all sorts of different scenarios. Let's not forget that for so many years, this was a non-championship event and it almost felt like anything goes now they clicked in a few years ago to championship points on offer but still anything goes around here <laughs> you know they kind of i think they get caught up in the in the white line fever of sort of formula 1 and being out there on that track so it's a difficult one to to pick here and it's it's good to see that you know um, you had some pretty good variation of results here the one thing about here is if you do get on a roll you will quite often knock a couple of those off if you you know if you're going to win one race here chances are you're going to win two if not three of the four so It'll come down to qualifying again, but that rivalry of DJR, Team Penske, and Red Bull Holden Racing is 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 ramped right back up. It's a, it's a much more level playing field in 2020. Um, there's a few you know scores to settle, and there's a few points to prove. Um, I don't think I've seen, especially at Adelaide, so many of the drivers so focused, um, so hardcore focused at the start of the year. Everyone comes out with their big statements at the start of the year, but we are talking guys with laser-like focus in, you know, the end of February. This, this, that normally doesn't happen until you get towards Bathurst and, and the championship starts to get tight. This has been game on before they even sat down. So it's going to be a fascinating weekend here and a, and a big year.
0: Oh, it sure is, Matty, and it's going to be an exciting weekend of motorsport action. Now, just quickly, Matt, let's talk a bit about the, the Formula One and get a quick prediction from you. What do you think the podium's going to be from the Formula One this weekend?
1: Okay, Hamilton, Leclerc, Verstappen, in no particular order.
0: Fantastic. And catch all the action with yourself. And also Alan Jones and Mark Webber across this weekend on Network 10. Matt White, thanks so much for taking the time on the podium.
1: No worries. Thanks, mate.